go to work, bro! is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, hey, Chris. It is the eve of the weekend, and it is 12 o'clock on a Thursday. And... You're listening to the Workday Red Zone. I'm pretty sure you know that, but just in case, we'll go through the spiel anyways. Thank you for tuning in on the Ticket Radio Network. All these different places you can find us on your radio dial and also online at 953theticket.com. Of course, don't forget that you can also listen in on your EAB Media app. Of course, not just to us here on the Ticket, but to the Second and None podcast and to... The games on 107.9 K-Fine and to all your favorite high school teams as well. It is all there for you at one spot. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And uh, you can also reach out to us on social. Facebook.com slash the Ticket Radio. One place to find us on Twitter. At Kara underscore Richie is another. A uh, couple of minutes behind today, so I don't have that KavanaughCars.com question posted for you yet on Twitter, at Kara underscore Richie, but uh, too busy shoveling crumble cookie into my mouth. But <laughs> it'll, we'll get there in a minute, and uh, we'll tell you about it and get it typed up at some point in time. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today for this noon hour by our friend Keith Merritt. I thought you were eating that crumble cookie rather daintily myself. Well, With good manners. <laughs> I don't want to be a total slob. <laughs> if I was at the house, it might have been one bite. But since I'm actually in front of others, I thought I would try and take it down a yeah, notch. If I, if I wind up without having half of it on the, my shirt front, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> also with us today, uh, producing for the full duration, is Will Oswald. Hello, hello. <laughs> so uh, we're all present and accounted for. we got a couple different things that we're going to hear today, voices-wise, in addition to the, the three of us here in the studio. Looking forward to the 1230 segment when we're going to bring you our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions, and that's going to be with Arkansas State baseball coach Tommy Raffo. Uh, Over the past couple of months, uh, a lot of news for his team. Yesterday they announced uh, the the alumni uh, weekend. We'll tell you more about that in a moment. But, of course, he's got some new guys on staff there. He's going to have a new-look roster this year, so we'll get caught up and uh, look ahead to some fall ball as well. Again, Tommy Raffo today at 12.30. Coming up sometime in the 1 o'clock hour, we've got it penciled in for one, but we haven't been very on point this week about playing audio when we told you <laughs> that we're going to play audio, so <laughs> that's just a little bit of a moving target based on your calls, but somewhere in an hour that begins with the 1, uh, I think we're going to play a couple clips for you from Memphis head football coach Ryan Silverfield, as of course uh, his Tigers getting ready for this Saturday in Jonesboro. Let's throw out just a couple headlines now that we know what's on the slate, and then we'll get to that KavanaughCars.com. Not a question today. I finished this sentence, but more on that in just a moment. Uh, looking at what's going on, of course, in two short days, A-State football is going to resume. 
the rivalry with Memphis. It's going to be the 62nd all-time meeting between these two programs. And, of course, the series has leaned the Tigers' way over the past few years. Memphis won the last four straight, including that 44-32 decision last season at the Liberty Bowl. Eighth time, though, that A-State is going to be hosting Memphis in the home opener kickoff Saturday at 6 p.m. We'll also get an update on that weather forecast as we go along today. It looked pretty nice when we looked yesterday. Uh, meanwhile, A-State baseball is going to be holding its annual alumni weekend for former players and their families. October 20th and 21st in Jonesboro, of course, that coincides with A-State football's homecoming weekend. So uh, the, the slate Friday, uh, they're going to begin things with a cookout and a home run derby. And then on Saturday morning, they'll have that golf scramble. Everybody will go to the game Saturday evening. In Major League Baseball news, Cardinals claimed a series victory over Atlanta with an 11-6 win over the Braves Wednesday night. Another four-homer game for the Birds. The teams are going to wrap up their series tonight at 6-20 on 95-9 the Wolf. Again, not really a question, not a KavanaughCards.com question today, but I want you to finish this sentence. A win over Memphis would blank. This could be, your answer could be something about how how it would impact the season, how it would impact the mindset of the team, how it would impact the mindset of you as a fan. We're really leaving this incredibly open-ended today for that reason. Heck, you could even say a win over Memphis would not happen. I'm trying to be a little bit more positive than that today, though, so if you don't mind, just play along with me and and humor your girl here. But uh, that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to look at, of course, throughout the course of of today's program. So, again, you can take that any way you want. A win over Memphis would blank. You jump in and finish this sentence. Uh, Vegas does not see that as being especially likely, as the Red Wolves are 21.5-point underdogs. To Memphis, it opened at 20, so it hasn't moved too much, but that is still fairly sizable. And it, it had tipped to, to Cade Carlton, because I hadn't even thought really about going back and, and looking at at historical lines. But obviously, look, 21.5 points is a lot to a, to a peer team, to a group of five team. And uh, it's been since 2004, actually, since Memphis was favored by that much or more over a state. That 2004 Memphis squad was kind of salty. Pretty sure it had a very good running back on that squad. Uh, They were actually a top 25 team when they rolled into Jonesboro on September the 18th. And uh, A-State, a 24-point underdog in that one. That was a really competitive contest that that A-State eventually lost 35-47. to Could have won that one, but ultimately did not. But uh, that, uh, not the biggest historical line ever in the series, but it's up there. Mac in 93, A-State was a 32-point road dog at Memphis State. But, I mean, that was that was 30 years ago, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where I found that line. I couldn't even tell you where I found it. Uh, but again, Harry the horse. But, again, just to, to reiterate, it's, it's not common that uh, that – these teams are, are viewed as differently as they are going into this week uh, again. And, and look, you understand why. Uh, in terms of national perception, Memphis won their week one game by a lot, even though it was over an FCS opponent. They went out and took care of business. Arkansas State lost their week one game by a lot. So you can understand the national perception being what it is. And uh, 
why why the lines perhaps look that way, but uh, that's what's going to be ahead. Uh, we do have, uh, heck, we're starting out with open phone lines. Why not? 870-930-3776. Assuming that uh, it is a real human calling in and not a telemarketer. We'll tell you, phone lines were hopping yesterday. I did not realize that Robert Spear had the fan club that he did. But when he was with us in studio yesterday afternoon and said, hey, let's take some phone calls, you all were on wow. it. And <laughs> we talked about a lot of really fun topics. If you missed that conversation, I will just tell you, it's uh, it's up at 953theticket.com. And I highly encourage you to, to go through and listen. Uh, we talked about multiple fights with Louisiana Tech. Uh, there have been several. <laughs> oh, and that was part of figuring. There was one caller that was calling and talking about one, and Robert Spear was talking about another, and we had to figure out which one was which because there were so many in the series history that we, it took a moment to get them all straight. But uh, just so many great topics. Again, go back and listen to that interview you haven't already. Red Wolf Mark, however, did not call us yesterday no. during our conversation with Robert Spear. Why not? I, I, was, not, I was going to. Oh, Yeah. And then what happened yeah. instead? I haven't. I got busy doing something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you uh, have, like, a meeting or something? Yeah. Okay. Important I wanna, one? I want to I ask uh, Keith Merritt. That's me. Because my birthday's tomorrow. I don't know if you'll be on the show. Tomorrow? No, I will not be on the show tomorrow. Okay. I want Keith Merritt. Because my birthday's tomorrow, I want him saying me a birthday. I want him saying happy birthday to me. Okay, you want you want it now? Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Red Wolf Mark. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. It. Mm-hmm. Yep. My everybody, my birthday's tomorrow. I'll, I'll be forty-seven. Okay. I'm catching up with Miss Kara. There. Yeah, that's not how that works, actually. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> but I might catch up Will for 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 what I'll say and done. Never know. I'm gonna say go to I'm gonna say go to my Red Wolves. I'm gonna say beat beat Memphis bad. Beat beat them so bad they won't never step back foot in John Burrow ever. Ever again. Well, I think they're scheduled to be back here in either 26 or 27, so we don't necessarily want to go that route. Yeah, I know it. We want we we want to we want to beat them so bad where, where they where they would look like a look like a road tar. Okay, we haven't heard a good road tar analogy in a minute, so that that works, I guess. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say go to everybody in John Brown, go to all the high school teams, and go will. Friday night light. Okay. I'm going to say alrighty then. Thank you. Alrighty. I wonder, I wonder, is, do, do you think Red Wolf Mark is already three to three for three today? Like, I, I have a hunch he probably called Budrow to remind him that tomorrow's his birthday. Probably. I'm wondering if he called our friend J.C. Cox as well. I bet he's already got it penciled in this afternoon to call the drive. Call the drive. And you know what? I bet rinse and repeat all of that tomorrow probably <laughs> so, well so. oh fun times uh we gotta take a break obviously uh we'll we'll talk more a state memphis all that good stuff coming up again finish the sentence with us a win over memphis would blank that's where you jump in with your answer we're gonna come back and we're gonna do well what we always do after a uniform 
reveal video drops. We're going to come back with a fashion, fashion report. report. Hey, uh, we'll step aside. Be back right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at FoodSmart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get USDA select boneless ribeye steak value packs, $7.98 a pound. Sugardale sliced bacon, 40 ounces, $6.97, limit three. Tyson party wings, two and a half pound bags, $3.95, limit four. And Niagara drinking water, 24 packs, half liter bottles, $2.98, limit four. Be smart. Shop FoodSmart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesburg and on Highway 367 North in Newport. You all hear me tell the stories on our Glen St. Ads. And I enjoy people coming to me and referring to certain stories. Some of these stories go way back. We will continue to tell stories, mention our troops, and telling our customers how much our families appreciate their business. Our people always look forward to seeing you. We want you to enjoy your visit. Best price, best service. Glen St. and God bless our troops. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. Are you looking for more in this world? Are you ready for something bigger? Then we are looking for you. The big-hearted, the bold, the messy and the gutsy. The teachers, the growers, the builders. The skilled, the sharers, the change makers. We need you. We are the Peace Corps. In more than 60 countries, we go all in and all out. We are volunteers, partners, communities, working together, living together, bringing our experience, passion, and joy to building a better world together. From tackling climate change in Mexico to keeping kids healthy in Kenya, from sustainable farming in the Philippines to education in Kosovo, we learn more, give more, share freely, and serve boldly. Are you ready to tackle the tough stuff to go the distance to make a difference? then we have a place where you belong. Join us at PeaceCorps.gov. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives. Today, we also face a mental health pandemic that threatens our well-being as we attempt to rebuild our social networks and communities. The pandemic has reminded us to value family, community, and our human connections. However, it has also left many of us feeling more isolated, confused, and alone, struggling to find meaning amid loss and uncertainty. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or know how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you are going through, and we are here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. 
DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Will with you in studio today. 870-930-3776. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Fiber Communications coming up in 15 minutes. We're going to talk with A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo as part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update. But in the meantime, time to talk to you all. And just as importantly, time to throw out an A-State fashion report. Again, I never knew how many of you guys were into fashion until I see the responses every week on A-State's uniform reveal? Uh, and we'll look at those here in just a moment. Uh, quickly, though, it is a finish this KavanaughCars.com sentence today. A win over Memphis would blank. To the fashion we go. Arkansas State in its home opener against the University of Memphis. We'll be aware. It's new black uniforms these uniforms have a very loud song playing in the reveal music oh boy because somebody (laughs) didn't mute their computer uh but the uniforms it is a it is a black top with arkansas state written in white across the chest the numbers are white and very large very excited to see these for the press box (laughs) and they are outlined in red stitching at the top of the chest you have. Let me get my rights and lefts on track here. Hold up my hands. Of course, you've got the Sunbelt logo in red and black on one side of the chest, the white Adidas logo on the other side of the chest. And also to complement these jerseys, you've got red right around the bottom of the sleeve. You've also got on the top shoulder. A red, white, and red alternating stripe. Looks super cool. Also red around the neck, as I know it's all been a minute since we saw these revealed a while back. The pants, uh, basic black pants. They also have that stripe down the side of the leg. And going to be a corresponding stripe on the helmet as well. Black helmets, black face mask, a shiny Red Wolf logo on the side. And that alternating red, white, red stripe. I like that stripe. That triple stripe. Yeah. It's a clean look. And again, it's tied throughout the uniform. You got it on the helmet. You got it on the top of the shoulder. You got it on the side of the pant leg. I think it I think it looks sharp. But Kara, where is the red for paint the town red wig? Friends, I don't care. <laughs> I I just don't. They're on the stripes. Paint paint the fans red. Paint the team black. You got your two basic colors covered. Scarlet and black. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're going to keep it simple. Look, I, I Scarlet, black, and white. I, I know for years when it was paint, paint the Town Red Week, uh, the team wore red, and, and, and I get it. And I, I get those of you that want to see that look. But I'm going to be really blunt. First off, I flat out hate the tomato cans. I just do. Call me a hater. I don't care. I cannot stand that look. And the issue right now 
with alternating like a like say a red top and black pants. Well, the the black pants and the black top are, are new, and the red stuff is still old. So it's kind of a little bit of a mismatch of style. I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, that A State can get some new red uniforms next year because last year we got to see new white got the uniforms. New white ones this year we got the new black ones. New red ones next year. I would love that would to be see. Sweet. I would love to see a red jersey in this style like we've seen. A red jersey for A-State if it had the black, white, black... Striping. Yeah. If it had uh, giant black numbers outlined with some white stitching. Actually, I I want the giant white numbers. Okay, the giant white numbers on the red jerseys outlined in black stitching. Outlined in black. Okay. I'm fine with either, really. But uh, hopefully that'll that'll be on tap. I, I look. I I know you want the red for Paint the Town Red Week, but I just you got new uniforms. Why not show them off? They're nice. They look good. They look sharp. I really do. I really do like these. Also, you know, I know you probably think, well, why can't they just at least do a red helmet? Friends, I think the red helmets have been thrown into the Mississippi. <laughs> not really, but look, it is very clear. That Butch Jones hates the red helmets with the fire of a thousand suns. Because we have not seen the red helmets since Jones has been at Arkansas State. Could they reappear somewhere magically? Sure, but we're not going to see him on Saturday. So, I look, I love I love these black jerseys. If you're, if you're not on board, I mean, that's fine. We're not going to sit here and argue over fashion uh, for more than another minute or two. Uh, but, but that's the fashion yeah. report. It's the classic black. Yeah. Again, it is Paint the Town Red Week. You you wear your red. I will wear a red shirt on Saturday. I will wear red pants on Saturday. I can't get away with wearing uh, red pants. <laughs> I I can go with a red polo, and I got some white pants. I could wear those. I mean, what the heck? It's after Labor Day. It's after Labor Day. I can't do that. In that. Can't do that. <laughs> can't can't uh, can't have the fashion folk oh, on there. Oh come on. <laughs> uh, some additional topics here let's let's talk about the opponent for a quick moment again uh the we'll have some audio from memphis head coach ryan silverfield in, in the next hour so this is not going to be an especially lengthy preview since we need to go to a break in about four minutes here but but it, it is i'm a little lost on how to do a preview this week almost as lost as i was last week in the sense that I don't feel like we got a ton of answers regarding Arkansas State last week. And then also, I don't know how many answers we got about this Memphis Tigers team either. Because the Bethune-Cookman squad that they played and beat by six touchdowns is a team that has won less games in the past two years combined than, than A-State has. They, they struggle at their own level against FCS competition, against SWAC competition. So they struggled, clearly, against Memphis. Uh, I can't tell you, look, the player to watch on offense for the Tigers is Seth Hennigan because apparently he is on the Grayson McCall career trajectory where you just never damn graduate and you show <laughs> up and you torment another team for the rest of all time. Yeah. Um, Gary Wonderlicked at Ole Miss yeah. is like that too. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I say that A-State has only faced Seth Hennigan twice. This will be the third time that they see him. But goodness gracious, he's put up some numbers against the Red Wolves. They haven't really been able to slow him down and – and you go back and you look at it, his personnel around him. It's been different guys in both years, and it's probably going to be different guys that step up uh, in terms of being his top targets this year. But in the two games where Seth Hennigan has played against Arkansas State, 
He is 41 of 61. So that's, I did the math. Thank you, calculator. He's completed 67% of his passes against A-State. He has not thrown an interception against A-State. He has combined for 777 yards against A-State. And he has thrown eight touchdowns. So, again, that's... If you're only going to learn one player on the, the Smithist squad, it's it's at least in terms of, of for fans. I mean, gosh, it's it's Seth again. They cannot let him operate in this game on Saturday the way that he has been able to go out and operate the past two years. I am interested, you know, not that not that Kieran Crawford and Ethan Hassler. They're at defensive end. Not not that they're not, you know, hyped up and, and keyed up for every game because they're great players and, and it's a reason there's there's a reason that they are starters there. But both of these guys are Memphis guys. You got two guys at defensive end that are gonna have family there from Memphis that are gonna want to perform well against Memphis, and hopefully that means they can raise some hell against Memphis. It's hard to complete a pass when you're laying on the grass. Yeah. Kieran Crawford went to Briarcrest. And Ethan Hassler is from Collierville. These are Memphis dudes. Kieran Crawford, by the way, was the uh, the uniform model in the uh, in the fashion reveal video, which I thought was great. Have a Memphis guy in there for the Memphis game. Thought that Makes was sense, a, yeah. Yeah, a nice bonus touch there. But uh, but I I really need to see. <laughs> we all need to see a lot from those two defensive ends this week, and, and hopefully they could come out and make a statement Saturday and just especially make Hennigan uncomfortable. He was a little bit sloppy. Hennigan was against Bethune-Cookman, and we'll hear Silverfield talk about those interceptions uh, coming up later, but uh, but maybe they can, they can force him into a little bit of sloppiness coming up on Saturday as well. Quickly, before we step aside for a break here, is again, we're going to have Coach Tommy Raffo with us on the phone in about five minutes. Do you want to go ahead and take another quick peek at that Saturday weather? And uh, look, it just still looks like it's going to be great. The high is, yeah, high is 84, the low is 60, and uh, it's sunny all day. Going to be a beautiful day to tailgate, beautiful day to watch a game. It's going to feel really, really nice afterwards when you're walking out to your vehicle. But, uh, hey, we got to step aside again. When we come back, Tommy Rappo will be with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Livestock prices on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. September corn at 468 and a half down three. We December corn at 47 and a half up one and three quarters. September soybeans 1347 down 13 and a quarter. With November soybeans 1364 and a quarter down 12. September wheat at 582 and three quarters up one and three quarters. December wheat at 605 and three quarters down three and a quarter. October cotton at 8341 down 259. With December cotton at 8527 down 173. September ice at 1660 down 15. With November ice at 1634 down 35 and a half. Moving on to livestock now. October live cattle at 183.25, up 55. With December live cattle at 187.07 and a half, up 57 and a half. September feeder cattle at 254.97 and a half, up 182 and a half. October feeder cattle at 258.40, up 192 and a half. October lane hogs at 82.85, up 97 and a half. With December hogs at 75.42 and a half, also up 97 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. 
Have a great day. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and, you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. But you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call 911. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. Boar's Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boar's Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boar's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at boarskitchenandbath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath. Your kitchen, your bath, their passion. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing experts. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today. Having trouble getting the trailer you need? Silverline Trailers, the largest trailer retailer in the USA, has the perfect solution for you. Guaranteed approval. No credit check required. Get the quality trailer you need at a price you can afford. With over 3,500 trailers available and more coming in daily, we'll find the perfect trailer for you. And at Silverline, we're always looking to hire good people. Visit our website, silverlinetrailer.com, for a location near you. You can stop by our Jonesboro location today at 3711 Stadium Boulevard or call 870-203-0000. Silverline Trailers, your trusted trailer. Retailer. Hey guys, it's me, Isabella Gomez, filling in for Smokey Bear because he's got more to say than just... Only you can prevent wildfires. Like, if you're outside enjoying a barbecue, don't let a hamburger distract you from fire safety. Make sure you aren't dumping your hot coals or ashes onto the ground because that could start a wildfire. So take wildfire prevention seriously and let's save the world one day at a time. Juntos con Smokey Bear, podemos hacerlo. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, we welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Will hanging out with you in studio. It's time for our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. It's time to get caught up on some A-State baseball news. A lot going on in the offseason for Coach Tommy Raffo's squad, and he's with us now on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Coach, how are you doing today? Kara, how are you? Hey, doing good. Nice day, Coach. You you able to get out a little bit and enjoy it? Absolutely. We're going to take advantage of it every day we can. It's been fun. It's been uh, good to have the guys back in town. and We've had a few uh, rain days, but other than that, we've been great. So, obviously, you, you the guys are all back when classes start on campus. When do you, when do you get them back in terms of uh, being able to start your team meetings and then, and then any fall workouts? Well, we start right away. 
And um, right now we're in a kind of a skill work strength conditioning phase where we're allowed eight hours a week to kind of work with them or with meetings and uh, out in the field and then in the weight room. But uh, September 21 will be our first team practice, and that's when our hours expand about 20 a week. Uh, of course, this is all due to NCAA rules that we have to follow. Right. Two weeks from today, though. That's nice. Absolutely. We want to get out there. We're ready to go. I think the guys would rather start today. Well, when you got weather like this, absolutely. Yeah. It would be nice to be able to take advantage of it. Coach, uh, you've had a lot of news uh, here in this offseason, and, and I want to get caught up a little bit. We'll actually back up uh, a few weeks and then work our way way to the present. But I want to start with your staff here. There were some changes there, and you announced uh, back uh, actually about a month and a half ago that Peyton Trawick has joined your program as the pitching coach ahead of the 24 season. What's, what is he going to do for your pitchers? Well, you know, Peyton, Peyton interviewed uh, with us and, and did had some great interviews, and we're really – excited about what he brings to the table um obviously he did a led a pitching staff to win a juco national championship and that's hard to do i mean i think there's uh plenty of junior colleges out there that have done very well but they went to grand junction this year and did uh very good he's had some guys move on into division one baseball and that was a big deal um and obviously now here being here now has made a great first impression with our pitching staff and i think he loves to teach he loves to be around the guys um He's got great energy, and I think that's been a really good fit uh, for us and our pitching staff. He is a guy that is that is out of Jacksonville, Jacksonville native, and and I mean, not that you have to have local ties to recruit <laughs> locally, but but when you've got a state like Arkansas that has as much baseball talent as it does, I mean, how does that how does that help you out to have a, a localish guy? No question. I think the advantage too is the fact that he was out of state. And so not only do you have the in-state ties, but you also have the out-of-state ties, which I think is a big deal him coming into the program. You know, the professional ranks have gone into the way they work with their players. It's almost like a scientific laboratory, you know, where you try to improve your bat speed or you try to improve your spin rate. How much of that is being done at the college level? Keith, great question. I think it's been uh, it's become the norm now. You know, we were fortunate enough to purchase a portable track man that we can put in the bullpen or anywhere we want, and so now we have it out there, and we've had it out there for every bullpen that Coach Treywick has been out there. Jacob Frederick is helping him. He's one of our former pitchers, and uh, so every pen we have a basically an iPad out there, and it's with us for any kind of information or feedback that we might get, or the young man might want to get received back immediately from throwing pitches and so i think that's been a big aid uh of course we have one up in the grandstand that we were able to get last year um but to have one immediately give feedback uh while you're working or trying to improve some skills or movement patterns to help you get the pitch across the plate i think it's been a big big deal and uh we're seeing that now with uh with our players and what we're doing with coach Treywood. continuing our conversation with a-state baseball coach tommy raffo getting caught up on some, some off-season news. Peyton Trawick, of course, brought in his pitching coach. You also add in Brian Hodge to your coaching staff as an assistant. Tell us a little bit about Coach Hodge. Yeah, it was busy, and it got busy really quick late. Uh, you know, we, we had uh, bumped up and elevated Henry Lartigue at the time mm-hmm. uh, during the summer, and Henry was out recruiting, and uh, he got a call from a Division One school, East Carolina, that uh, was very much interested in him. And so he left later in the summer, which I'm not surprised. He's done a great job here, and I think he was an up-and-coming coach for us. And 
but we had to replace him. And so we were fortunate enough to come across a young man that has a desire to be, you know, really good and wants to be good at the Division One level and had shown some expertise there at the junior college level and also had some recruiting experience, and that was Brian Hodge. Um, a catcher by trade, and so he's going to be working with our catchers, and he fits nicely into what we're trying to do with Drew LeBounty offensively, uh, and he'll be working with our base running. So, again, just a great opportunity. We're blessed to kind of fill that role right away, and thanks very quickly in the summer with baseball. Yeah, Coach, you know, one of the big stories nationally this, this offseason was the fact that coaches could go out and, and add a another assistant to their staff instead of being two assistants and a volunteer. You now get to have three assistants. Because of that, did you kind of see maybe some more crazy movement <laughs> staffing-wise this year? Yeah, you really did, Karen. I think that's a credit to the, the new rule change, and I think it affected a couple of sports besides us. But you saw a lot of Division One programs elevate their volunteers or somebody within the program that had been loyal and had given the time. Uh, and it was fun to see across the board and across the country uh, that happened. And so now there's more opportunities with another spot that's open to go recruit, get that um, experience and that advantage to maybe help themselves, you know, down the line in their career. I mean, how much does that help from a, a recruiting perspective? You've got a whole other guy that can get out there now. Well, we've had the worst, probably the worst coach-to-student ratio in all sports going into it. And now with the addition of another coach that has the ability to uh, recruit and to be, you know, full-time on staff, it's yeah. been wonderful. I mean, it's been really, really good. I think it's it's even a little bit of the playing field of what we're trying to do here and also across the Sun Belt and across the country. Um, everybody in the Sun Belt obviously has elevated or done something with that third coach. Um, and we're fortunate the administration has helped us along the line. You also added in a, a couple of staffers in the offseason. Austin Izio is your director of player development, and Jacob Frederick, a very familiar name there, is, is your director of analytics. But, Coach, is this a, the first year you've had a director of analytics? Well, I think it fits really nicely with what Coach Treywick is doing, and uh, Jacob is, is, uh, is a very detailed-oriented person, and so they work very well together, and so – uh, Jacob's trying to learn, basically wants to be a pitching coach one day, and so he's under the wing of, of Peyton, Coach Treywick. And mm-hmm. one of the prerequisites for pitching coaches now is to know the technology and know the up-to-date, how to use it and how to apply it and how to communicate it. And I think it's been a great learning experience for him to be able to gather the data and give the information back to Coach Treywick. And that's kind of his responsibility. Um, and then, of course, Anthony Izio, I mean, excuse me, Austin Izio is, is for us, it's kind of filled that role of a director of player development where he's behind the scenes helping Coach LeBounty and Coach Hodge um, with setup for practices and a lot of stuff in the office with me. And, and so he's another person that wants to enhance his career and move up, uh, and this is a way he can do that. A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo here is part of our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. Coach, those are those are the new guys on your coaching staff. We know you got a lot of new guys on this roster, and, and I'm sure we'll get uh, a press release here soon. But just can you can you give us the cliffs notes? How many newcomers are going to be on this 24 squad? Gosh, Kerry, you must be in cahoots. I mean, because we're getting ready to release this thing next week, I okay. think, if it goes well. So. <laughs> You, you know exactly what's going on. You must be in our staff meeting. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, we have 20 that we'll be releasing here. Uh, four 
of which were released in the fall. Mm-hmm. So we're really adding 16 total. Um, obviously, I can't comment a lot right now until a release comes out. But, sure. Um, but we're very excited about them, and we added 22 last year. So you see the nature of college baseball and where it's heading. Um, I think across all across the country with college sports, I think with the uh, additions and deletions to rosters, and it becomes a little bit more of a, a, a management game of what you're trying to do within the with the team. Now, our core staff, our core players, returning is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did lose five in the portal, but we gained five in the portal. Okay, and so we were kind of neutral with that. It wasn't anything that was. Um, weird or or different it was just kind of it, it kind of worked itself out to where it, it it helped the roster um so we're you know we're, we we haven't been heavy with that some schools have but at the same time we've utilized it we've been probably more involved with coastal bounties recruiting with junior college and freshmen and that's going to always be our base looking forward to learning more about those newcomers soon. Uh, next week, we'll have an eye out for that. In the meantime, Coach, uh, you're going to get to see some familiar faces coming up uh, for your alumni weekend. You announced yesterday that's going to be October 20th, 21st, uh, coinciding with, with homecoming there. Uh, are you, I need, I got to ask the important thing right out of the gate, are you going to participate in the Home Run Derby? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, all about, it's all about our alumni coming back. And, you know, there's a lot of talk that goes on, and there's a lot of... Uh, you know, hey, I, this is how far I hit it. This is what happened last year. This is how what I did five years ago. And and but when you actually put the pitching machine out there and let them do it, it changes a little bit. So um, we'll have fun with it, and we'll just kind of regroup with everybody and kind of catch up and, and have a good time. And then at the same time, to get ready for the golf tournament the next day. And it's a great time for the guys to come back. It's homecoming, Coastal Carolina game, football game that night. It's just a lot of. It's great for the guys to be able to kind of come back and see each other again. Yeah, because when you're on the team and when you're playing, when you're in college, they spend more time with each other than they do with anybody else. Keith, they really do. And I think the thing that we usually see a lot in the golf tournament is we see a lot of the same foursomes that play together, um, you know, and try to compete for that golf scramble that we have and, you know, obviously, it's something they are, they're asking all during the summer. When's the date? When's the date? When are we going to do it? I can't tell you how many texts or emails that I had in the last couple of weeks up until the release. Uh, hey, when, what's the date we're going to have the golf tournament? And when are we going to get everybody together? And it's something they really look forward to and they talk about. And uh, so one time I think they can really bank on, hey, I can't wait to see my buddy or I can't wait to catch up or be together or bring their families together. Yeah, A lot of them now are at the point where they have children that they want to bring by or get on the field and, you know, play wiffle ball or spend time with them. Last year, Keith, it was kind of fun. We had a couple players that actually took their sons out to the outfield to play in the alumni game. I bet that was a cool moment. I bet there were some great pictures Yeah, that, that, no that... doubt. That just sounds like fun. Yeah, awesome family well, experience. You know, to see a top bomb gardener out there with his son and say, "Hey, yeah, this is where I played," and he's looking up to his dad. I mean, what a better! I mean, yeah. what an unbelievable picture that is. Or, you know, and maybe they don't have an idea, but it, at least they ran into the field under the lights, and and um, and they can talk about it. Maybe they, maybe this time they're, "Hey, Dad, I can't wait to do it again." Who knows? But it's uh, that those moments you can't just. Yeah, you know, they're priceless. So, 
That weekend, again, Friday, October the 20th, there's going to be a cookout and that home run derby there under the lights at the Tom. And then uh, the next day, Saturday morning, the golf scramble at Sage Meadows. And then uh, everybody out to watch the football game that night. Coach, for, for players that want to take part in that, they just need to text or email you, I guess? Absolutely. A lot of them already have. Um, and we'll be, we do have an alumni, kind of a closed alumni Facebook page that a lot of the players are on. And uh, we usually send out notifications that way. But anybody that has played baseball here at Arkansas State can participate or put together a foursome team to compete in the golf scramble or come that night and bring their families. So it's very been open-ended. Uh, we've had young men and gentlemen come that have come one year or maybe didn't come the next or came back. And so it's been, you know, whoever can open up that date time to come in, we've welcomed with open arms, and they're part of the baseball family here with Red Wolves. Just another minute or two here with A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo. Actually, just one more question, Coach. Uh, two weeks from now, again, is, is when you'll start – getting into to some good practice with your team. is Are there are there dates set up maybe yet for your Fall World Series, or is that still TBD? Um, we're probably looking at that last, first week in November. Well, we really haven't really put down a date date yet. Uh-huh. Uh, we, were gonna, we are going to play some junior college teams um, that last weekend of October on our field, and so we're bringing in some teams twofold to watch them excuse me, compete against us, but we're going to play some outside competition. So we'll have that announced, and um, – we're looking forward to. It. I think in the past we've traveled to different places, but we're gonna we're gonna stick close to home this time. Okay. Well, we look forward to seeing you out there, Coach. Thank you so much for the time today, Keith. Kara, thank you all. You all do a great job. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Again, Arkansas okay. State baseball coach Tommy Raffo with us there. His guys are around, but two weeks is when they'll start doing a little bit more of the the heavy lifting. Uh, always enjoy catching up with Coach Raffo, recapping a busy off season. That was our A State update brought to you. By Calmer Solutions, providing IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise to help you succeed. We're going to step aside, get Keith's answer to our fill-in-the-blank sentence, KavanaughCars.com, not question, and uh, wrap up this noon hour right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The benefits of having a star quarterback are obvious. With Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs are truly never out of a game. The team is set to be without two all-pro caliber players tonight, Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Kelsey, a game-time decision. But if you can't find that Mahomes level of talent, there are other ways to win, similar to what the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson. The 49ers are now doing an even greater extent with Brock Purdy. He'll make just under a million dollars this upcoming season. Purdy's insignificant cap hit allowed the Niners to create a deadly roster. Trent Williams, one of the best tackles in the game, Debo Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey, the most versatile wide receiver running back tandem in the NFL. And the team has poured money into defenders like Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, and Fred Warner. So while Purdy's impressive play has been integral to the Niners' success, the flexibility he provides certainly proving just as valuable. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. NFL opening night is coming, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. 
Plus, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code PATRICK, get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code PATRICK, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and Arkansas high school sports fans have more access than ever before with the all-new EAB Media Group app. You can listen to or watch live streams of the Valley View Blazers, Brooklyn Bearcats, Nettleton Raiders, and the Jonesboro Golden Hurricane. Plus many more teams across the state all in one place. Just download the EAB Media Group app on the App Store or Google Play by searching EAB Media. Once downloaded, just open it up and click sports on the homepage and you're ready to watch live video streams or listen to live audio streams of many of your favorite high school teams. Including Valley View, Brooklyn, Nettleton, and Jonesboro all in one place on the EAB Media Group app. Your sports, your radio stations, your podcast, your Arkansas are just a tap away. Download the EAB Media Group app today. Hi, this is Andy from Andy's Frozen Custard. Customers are always asking me why the treats from Andy's taste so good. At Andy's, we follow the old-fashioned way in everything that we do. Our machines are handmade one at a time. Our secret dairy formula is over 70 years old. Our brownies, pumpkin pies, and apple pies are all baked fresh daily. And our custard is made fresh hourly. I hope you'll stop by and give us a try. Go to eatandies.com for the Andy's location nearest you. Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a so I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily, because of some of the changes your friends and teachers have seen in you lately. And along with the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on. That's right. We'd like to understand it better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we want to make sure you know about the negative consequences for someone your age. So, can we talk? Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. You know, I'm going to say this out loud and then I'm going to forget about it. We're never going to do it. We need we need to change the, the liner going into this break because we tell you that phone lines are open now, but I'm awful at time management. So this usually ends up it's being a the short sh- segment. It's the, it's always the shortest segment on the entire show. So one, if it's Wednesday or Thursday, we're not going to take your call because I want to talk to Keith for a couple right. more minutes. And then two, if it's Monday, Tuesday or Friday, I probably screwed something up and we're coming back from break from 1252 and it means you have 42 and a half seconds to talk. <laughs> not, not a lot. <laughs> So mental, mental note to maybe swap that out with another segment. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me get on topic though here. All right, so KavanaughCars.com, uh, to finish this KavanaughCars.com sentence is what we're doing today. Uh, so Keith, a win over Memphis would blank. Be a thing of beauty and a joy forever. 
just like all the other wins over Memphis. I, I do. I very much like that answer, and I, I concur. Uh, it's, it's. Yeah, I, I still celebrate my five-game winning streak at the Mid South Coliseum in basketball, broadcasting Arkansas State versus what was then Memphis State. Sure. Uh, because there weren't very many teams that had five game winning streaks at the Mid South Coliseum. Yeah. And if you got to be on the call for one of those, hey, why not enjoy it? Why not celebrate it and, and continue to do so? And continue to do so to this very day. Yeah, it's, a win over Memphis is always, always fun. Great fun. Yeah. To a certain extent, I feel a little bit bad for them because for decades, Memphis kept chasing Louisville. They kept changing conferences. Now Louisville's in the ACC. They're in the, you know, they're in a P5 mm-hmm. conference, privileged five, and Memphis is not going to be in one. Anytime soon. Yeah, not that I have anything bad to say about the American conference, mm-hmm. but it's a G5 conference, and there are two teams that have gone from G5 to P5 since they were split up. TCU finally made it with the Big 12, yeah. and now SMU will be going to the ACC. So I think the rooms at the end are going to be uh, closed. Yeah. I, I think that the, yeah. Unless Oregon State and Washington State try to come up with the something to build up the pack to, I think you're going to have four autonomous conferences and... Whatever you got left yeah. in the quote group of five unquote. I do wonder if this is going to be, if if we start seeing that autonomous team number start to contract. Uh, it looked like it was going to be at its absolute peak with the Big Twelve adding in some teams, and but then now, you know, what is going to happen to Oregon State? What is going to happen to? Washington State are they going to be able to continue to to stay at that level and nobody knows because nobody knows what's going to happen in in the Pac-12 is uh is, man nobody well, knows what college athletics is going to look like five years from now at this know, point in time I remember when Arkansas State first got into the Sun Belt and the reason that the American South and Sun Belt merged under the Sun Belt banner was because the Sun Belt had more uh payouts in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Because originally it was just a basketball conference. And it became the Sun Belt. Then later, Wright Waters, God bless him, brought in football. And now the Sun Belt is a really good football conference. It really is. We'll talk more about what's on tap for the Fun Belt uh, tomorrow 
as we, of course, preview everything coming up this weekend. But when we come back, we're going to continue getting to know Memphis a little bit more. We've got some audio from their head coach, Ryan Silverfield. He talks about his team. He talks about the rivalry. He talks about the Red Wolves. All that is on the way. But we bid adieu to our great friend, Keith Merritt. Thank you for hanging out with us I do, I do, my friends, I do. <laughs> I can no longer stay with you. I'll hang my heart on a weeping willow tree, and may the world go well with thee. That's <laughs> great. See you Saturday. A little unfamiliar with that one, but that's all right. We'll see you there then. There is a tavern in the town. Look it up. <laughs> all right. We'll step aside and be right back here at 1 o'clock. Keep it with us on the ticket. This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. Arkansas State Women's Soccer continues their four-match homestand this evening as they host the Cowgirls of Oklahoma State at the ASU Soccer Park. Red Bulls 2-2-1 after Sunday's 1-0 home win over Southeastern Louisiana. The Cowgirls come in 5-1, averaging four goals a match and currently ranked 10th in the United Soccer Coaches Midwest Region Poll. Kickoff at 3 on ESPN+. A-State Baseball's annual alumni weekend has been scheduled for October 20th and 21st in Jonesboro. There will be a cookout and a home run derby on Friday the 20th with a golf scramble the following morning. In Major League Baseball, another round of home run derby for the Cardinals in Atlanta last night in an 11-6 win over the Braves. Cardinals hitting four home runs for the second straight game, including the first career homer for rookie Mason Wynn. The series finale this evening, Adam Wainwright pitching against Max Fried with the pregame at 525 on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plans and Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. The Glenn Zane Family of Dealership salutes all of our first responders, the brave men and women, the heroes who serve our local communities. As a token of our appreciation, the Glenn Zane Family will host First Responder Appreciation Day, Monday, September 11th. From 11 until 1, we will provide all area first responders with a free lunch and the chance to take home some awesome prizes. That's Monday, September 11th from 11 until 1 at the Glenn Zane locations in Paragold, Kennett, and Rector. Glenn Zane. God bless our troops and God bless our first responders. A-State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get Social at the Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. Whether you're building a home, repairing it or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg.
Pittsburgh Road, a proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Need top-notch farming and lawn gear? Visit First Choice Farm and Lawn, your Kubota dealer in Brooklyn. We get your need for reliable equipment. That's why we offer precision Kubota machinery for any task. From seasoned farmers to green-thumbed homeowners, we are working to keep you working. Find your Kubota match at First Choice Farm and Lawn on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Achieve your goals faster with our Kubota inventory and top-notch service. Call 870-790-2301 or drop by today. Your trusted Kubota dealer, First Choice Farm and Lawn. To keep Jonesboro beautiful, clean, and green, we've got to fight dirty. Let's make recycling a habit and minimize waste. Take pride in your community by adopting a specific area to maintain and keep it clean. Whether it's a park bench or a street corner, small acts create big change. When we do our part to keep our community clean and green, we attract visitors, businesses, and more fun things to do. We also improve our physical and mental health. It's a win-win for you and our community. So let's keep it clean and green, Jonesboro. Find out how you can make a difference at keepjonesborobeautiful.com. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. And we welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. We've made it uh, through our halftime break, and we're ready to go. For the second hour of the program, it's going to include hopefully some of your phone calls on the Ride Fiber Hotline. It's going to include some audio here in just a moment from Memphis football coach Ryan Silverfield. We'll get to know the Tigers a little bit more. But uh, before we dive to that, one, uh, one, two, three, our, well, it's a fill in the blank or finish this KavanaughCars.com sentence is what we're doing today. Uh, so finish this sentence with us. A win over Memphis would blank. We'll let you think about it for a moment. And I uh, want to give you a heads up, actually, on Monday on what we're doing on the show. Uh, Monday is going to be the inaugural NEA First Responder Hero Day. We want you to join us along with Serve Pro of Jonesboro this Monday, September 11th, as we honor our local heroes during this inaugural NEA First Responder Hero Day. Uh, they're going to have a recognition ceremony and lunch at the Judd Hill Farmer's Market, which is over on the corner of Aggie and Red Wolf, 3550 Aggie Road. And then uh, the, their Public Service Hero Award Ceremony starts at 10 a.m. That honors local police, firefighters, and EMTs. And uh, from 11 to 2, they'll have food and drinks as uh, we all show our appreciation for those who protect us every day. Uh, if you want a full schedule of events for the day, you can visit ServePro of Jonesboro on their Facebook page. They've got all of that info there for you. And just heads up, I'm going to be out there live on Monday from noon to two. So very much looking forward to that again as we give thanks to our first responders here in the community. So Monday, Monday, Monday. Fun stuff. I hope it's I hope it's as nice Monday as it is today. Oh good heavens, yes. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you getting to, to hang out and broadcast uh, there from that uh I don't know if we'll be inside or outside. Of course they've got that great new facility, that new building there at the farmers market. Uh so I'm not sure where exactly we'll be set up, but I'm gonna be looking forward to it to it regardless. Uh, let's, uh, let's look at Memphis. Uh, why not? Uh, Coach Silverfield, uh, going to be airing in your speakers here in just a moment. He addressed the media earlier this week, and it was following, of course, a big win for Memphis 
in week one there at their Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. 56-14 to 14 was a final score over Bethune-Cookman. And not that that's it, it's, it's not really surprising. Uh, you know, it's, it's a situation where Memphis went out and took care of business against an FCS school. And just almost everything went Memphis's way. Uh, what really stands out if, if you're a stats person and that's what you like to dive into, it's, it's just how dominant Memphis was defensively. They held Bethune-Cookman to four. One, two, three, four first downs. One of those were due to penalty. So two rushing first down, one passing Gracious. first mm-hmm. down. Yeah. All <laughs> in all, all in all, uh, Bethune-Cookman had 91 yards of total offense. And I don't care what caliber of opponent you play, <clears throat> excuse me, whether they're whether they're a peer school or whether they're in a, a different classification, 91 yards is impressive. That's going to get your attention. And so those are the big stats that that kind of jumped off the page at me from Memphis's victory <clears throat> on Saturday. Of course, the Tigers on the flip side put up 551 yards of offense and pretty much did anything and, and everything that they wanted to do. But some audio with you here from Coach Silverfield. And one of the things he asked, you know, when you've got a situation like this where it, it becomes apparent early that that you're blowing out your opponent and you're going to blow out your opponent as Memphis was up 28-7 to 7 at the half. You know, what are, are you trying to hide things so they're not on tape for your next opponent? Or how exactly do, do you manage that? Do you put it all out there or not? Yeah, going back to kind of what uh, uh, Gaston's question, how much do we hide? I mean, we, we really didn't hide much. I mean, you got to be smart. You, you're going to put out there what you can. But there's so many unknowns. And so what we didn't want to go out first game is and show a thousand formations and us line up to things we didn't know, you know, no differently than defense that we were studying an offense that we really, you know, we were studying the offense corner from where he'd been at the previous stop. So, you know, I think part of that is just trying to figure out, okay, what can we go out and, and really function at a high um, capability? What can we do and go out there and get our guys lined up to more than anything? So we didn't hide a whole lot. Uh, what you see is what you get. I think it's going to be a yeah, it gives you a kind of an understanding. Now, obviously, if we're playing a triple option offense, it's going to look a little bit different from us defensively. If we're playing a, a team that's uh, spread them out offensively with a tempo, then we're going to be looking a little bit different defensively. So um, week by week, obviously, based off the opponent. But I, I think we you know, put our cards out there on the table and, and went and played ball. Um, I don't think you know, every week we, it's our job to out-scheme our opponent and come up with new game plans. Um, but I think at least it gave you kind of a taste of, hey, this is the 2023 Memphis football program in all three phases. Now, again, if you're looking over this stat sheet from Memphis's 56-14 to 14 win, like everything is, is going in the Tigers' direction. But one thing that you might be a little bit curious about, and I know I was curious about, all right, if, if Bethune-Cookman only had 91 total yards of offense, how were they able to put up 14 points? Well, Memphis was a little sloppy in game one. And, in fact, they turned it over three times in that game. They lost a fumble, and they threw a couple of interceptions. So, when you've got an opponent that, that quite frankly, you should just absolutely be, be walloping, and by the way, both of those interceptions were from starter Seth Hennigan, uh, Coach Silverfield, obviously not, not exactly thrilled about that aspect of, of his team's performance. Sick to my stomach. I mean, the the turnovers are everything in college football, and we, uh, you know, even talking to Willow pregame, right? Like the keys to victory are to own the football, and that will never change. And 
we did a poor job, and it's very, very disappointing, obviously, especially when you're turning it into points for them. Um, our defense did a fantastic job, in essence, shutting them out, and we, we gave them two scores based off of turnovers. It, it, it makes you sick to your stomach. It's unacceptable. Uh, it's going to be a long season if we continue to do things of that manner, so we've got to find a way to get it cleaned. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Uh, I haven't looked yet completely at Memphis personnel, so I'm not sure about the state of their offensive line in, in terms of, you know, is this a newer line? Is this a line that returns a lot of starters? But I know there were a couple of questions in Silverfield's press conference about it, so I'm guessing maybe there's still a little bit of, uh, I don't know if, if it's necessarily issues they're working through there or just uh, a, a unit that needs to improve, much like A-State's did, uh, does over their, their competition last year. But uh, Silverfield was asked about the offensive line, which did allow a sack and five tackles for loss on Saturday, and here was his response. They, they did okay. Um, you know, we, we, I'm always going to be really hard on that group. They did some good things, uh, pleased with obviously the way we were able to run the ball and, and pass protect for the most part, but uh, still too many shots on the quarterback. I thought Seth took too many hits, unnecessary hits. Um, and then, you know, in the run game, there's things that could have been cleaned up for sure. So, you know, uh, it, it was, certainly wasn't their best performance. They know they, every single one of them to a T said, man, I got to be better. And that's what I appreciate about that group is they understand what it takes. Um, so it, it was just an average performance by the offensive line. And they have higher expectations for themselves, and so do we also. When we were talking earlier about this Memphis team and the players to know, um, look on offense, it's, it's Seth Hennigan. We went through his numbers in, in his two performances against A-State, and they're kind of gaudy, ultimately eight touchdowns to zero interceptions. And a lot of his uh, – the, the skill position guys around him are, are going to be a little bit different than what A-State faced last year. And part of that is due to perhaps injury. They had a couple of guys that performed well in this game last year that are day-to-day. Uh, but then also, of course, graduation every year, transfers, things like that. One guy that that uh, they're counting on to come up big this year is Rock Taylor. Taylor had a couple of catches last year against A-State, including a, a 30-yard catch, 40 yards overall on three targets. And he's already started this season fairly strong. He had a carry for 11 yards in that Bethune-Cookman win and uh, had six catches for 78 yards on Saturday as well. They think he's going to be a big part of this offense and, and could be a guy that heavily factors into this decision on Saturday. Yeah, you know, Rock's a guy that's been a part of our program um, that even last year he even wondered, hey, what's my role looking like, you know, um, within the mix of a bunch of guys that were catching footballs. And, you know, and when Rock really, you know, this past spring, I, I knew he was going to have a special season. You know, he works really hard. He cares about it. You know, he cares about this university. And and it's exciting to see him be able to get those catches in the first game, right? Because so much of that is confidence, right? A guy like a Demir Blankumsey had had success at Toledo and comes here, and we knew he'd have success. But a guy like Rock Taylor hasn't been able to show it game in and game out. For him to be able to start the first game like that, it's huge for his confidence, and we're expecting great things from him the rest of the season. You go back and you look at Memphis's schedule last year. Just one true road win over a Navy team that struggled the year prior to that their only win was in Jonesboro in that game where A-State did absolutely everything they could to be able to make a comeback and win that win in Ryan Silverfield's first year uh, just again one true road win and it was again over Navy in a 10-7 to struggle so this has not been a program under his leadership that has exactly thrived on the road and he talks about uh, playing on the road for the first time this season at A-State coming up on Saturday. Yeah, well, we got to go out there, and it's going to be being able to handle our business. And I think that's teams that rent, went on the road 
don't shoot themselves in the foot. And, you know, going back earlier to Matt's question is we, we just we, we have to go play clean football. That gives you a chance because if you, it, it, now that you're on the road, it's another disadvantage. So if you go out there and you have self-inflicted wounds, it's going to be a, a long game on Saturday and it's going to be a long season for us. So go out there and, and start off the right way, um, find a way to get a lead. And like we always talked about, play four-quarter football and then find a better way to finish. And, you know, two years ago we went down to Jonesboro. We had a, a nice lead. Calvin Austin had a huge game. Brandon Thomas had a huge game. And they came storming back in the fourth quarter, and it became a shootout. Well, it's closer than either of us wanted. You look at last year, right, we had to come from behind to win. Um, but all road games are, are you know, you got to be focused. Uh, we will stay here in Memphis and then bus over the day of the game so we won't be staying in Jonesboro. So that will help a little bit, you know, the familiarity with the team hotel and a little bit of a pregame routine. Um, but excited. It's going to be a great environment. I also expect to see a lot of our fans there, which is going to be huge for us. Continuing with some audio here from Memphis Tigers Athletics, their head coach Ryan Silverfield on the podium earlier this week. He was asked about the rivalry aspect of this game against 62nd meeting coming up on Saturday, and it sounds like he's he's all right with this this series. Yeah, you know, I think proximity is is a huge thing. You know, I'm one of those that, as I told you guys, every time I have the opportunity to come up here and speak in front of you guys, the history of our Memphis football program means the a lot to me you know I'm not just I don't just look at this checking a box as a head coach here I understand I appreciate the history of our program and that rivalry what it's meant to so many former players and and fans and so I think you know the proximity of being able to go down there and especially having our fans be able to go it's huge Um, but we don't treat this game any different than our last week or the next one but uh, it's the next one we're excited about it and uh, it's important but, uh, you know, we won't treat it any differently, but quite excited to get out there. And uh, We know the type of atmosphere it's going to be. They're going to they're have a great crowd. Um, they got a beautiful stadium, and uh, it's an opportunity also, like I said, it's easy for our fans to get to, so expect to see a lot of them there as well. Looking at week one for A-State, that loss there in Oklahoma, I, I've mentioned that one of the things that I found a little bit frustrating about it is is in a game like that, you know, how much do you actually learn about about your team? I, I, don't, I don't feel like I, I learned a ton about A-State, and so a lot of the questions that I had going into the season are still questions I have going into week two as well. But uh, d- despite that, you know, Coach Silverfield does say that, uh, you know, he, he was able to learn some things about A-State and, and how uh, how the Red Wolves and, and Tigers are going to match up Saturday. Yeah, there's a lot you can take. I mean, uh, you sit there and you see some of the things they do. You know, you watch. They, they you know, bought in a transfer quarterback from Colorado that's a veteran that's done some good things. Um, you know, cross the running back number two. He's actually a kid we recruited out of high school that originally went to a Power 5 school that's back. Um, they have a very, very experienced secondary. Um, so you sit there and you watch. They got two defensive ends, uh, you know, from Memphis that are starting for them. So some familiarity with them. And uh, we know that they're, they're going to be able to clean things up just like we've got to clean things up as well. They'll be prepared. Um, you take as much as you can from that game. Obviously, you study previous years and try to get different things. But... Uh, yeah, every year in college football, what's going to be so different is every year is a new team, right? I mean, people are going to be watching us from last year and try to get a feel, but we're a new team as well, not only from personnel, but some of the stuff we're doing schematically. So um, they'll get it cleaned up, uh, hopefully not too much, but uh, we, we know that they're going to, yeah, that's why they, they get paid and that's why they practice as well, so they can go out there and, and give us their best shot as well. One more comment here from Coach Silverfield. Uh, you know, with we know how A-State performed in, in week one, and, and we know that this Red Wolves team is, is going to do everything they can to come out and set a tone early in week two and show that they are a better team than that final score indicated 
in the season opener, and, and Silverfield believes that as well. Uh, he knows that A-State's going to try and come out and do that, and he just wants his team to, to be ready and not, uh, not overlook A-State based on that week one score. Yeah, we're, we're going to get everything they have. Uh, Coach Jones has done a fantastic job. He's won everywhere he's been. Um, and so we know we're going to get their best shot. Uh, like I said last week, it's the next game, so it's the most important. Um, look, they also played a very tough Oklahoma team uh, and Norman, so it'd be a battle for anybody that lined up against them. They're one of the best teams in the country. And so we understand that they're going to come back, and, and rightfully so. They've got a chip on their shoulder um, at Arkansas State, and they'll be pissed off, and they're going to want us everything we got. And it's going to be a heavyweight fight. Uh, we're looking forward to that, but we got to go handle our business. starts with a great week of practice. Again, uh, that audio there from Memphis Tigers Athletics, 6 o'clock Saturday night. I'm excited. Great weather. Got a promotional giveaway. It's Memphis. It's 50 years. Centennial Bank Stadium. All kinds of great things uh, as to why that one's going to be a fun one coming up on Saturday. You don't just have to sit at home, though, by the way, and, like, twiddle your thumbs. Up until then, there are some uh, great things coming up for A-State between now and then 3 o'clock today uh, with our friend Will Oswalt on the call on ESPN Plus, Arkansas State Soccer hosting Oklahoma State. Looking forward to that one, Will. Yes, indeed, against a very tough opponent who had to come from behind Sunday to beat UCA in Stillwater 5-2. So uh, uh, they'd love to score. Yeah. They're only averaging four goals a match in six in six outings. So three o'clock again. It's always uh, it's free admittance by yes. the way at the A State Soccer Park. So uh, that one's going to be a great one to go out and catch. I I sadly will not be there in person, but I'll, I'll have that on at three o'clock in the office. So look forward to hearing Will on Thank the call you. for that one. Uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, not going to be in Jonesboro, but don't forget to te- keep tabs on A State volleyball as the Red Wolves are going to be at the Saluki Bash. So we'll start giving you some score updates throughout tomorrow's Workday Red Zone because they start at noon against Eastern Illinois. They've also got a 7 o'clock game at uh, SIU, and then they'll wrap up the Saluki Bash tomorrow against, or not tomorrow, excuse me, Saturday against uh, against Alabama A&M. So three events coming up there, and then uh, looking ahead to after A-State versus Memphis on Sunday. Men's golf. Gets there, fall. Slate underway at the Golf Week Fall Invitational. So all kinds of stuff coming up for Arkansas State Athletics this weekend. Uh, But uh, I tell you what, I do want to remind you, if you want a great way to help A-State Athletics and our community programs, you can when you donate to the Impact Club. Make a monthly commitment, get access to team newsletters, special gear, exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack. I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Uh, we'll step aside. Again, we're asking you to finish this Kavanaugh.com sentence with us today here on the program. A win over Memphis would blank. We'll think about it. We'll open back phone lines when we return. And uh, we'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Attention, members and guests. This season, make Salsa's Grill your ultimate destination for Mexican food and good times. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Salsa's Grill on Caraway Road brings the sizzle to football season. Join Salsa's Grill for happy hour every day from 3 to 7. And if you're craving authentic Mexican cuisine, Salsa's Grill has mouth-watering 
amazing dishes that will have your taste buds dancing with delight. Salsa's is open till 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Hey, this is Tony Keenel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home to the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy, sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne, or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold, a zesty, rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Delicious additions to the House Wing Flavors lineup. Try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win. Only at Slim Chickens. It's week three for high school football in Arkansas. We've got a great slate of games this Friday night on the EAB Sports Network. The Jonesboro Hurricane will play their third straight home game as they welcome in DeSoto Central in the Ticket Radio Network. Meanwhile, Nettleton will travel to take on Blyville on 101.3 Bob FM, while Valley View will keep it on the home field, taking on Rivercrest on News Talk KBTM 102.1 FM. And Brooklyn will play their home opener as they play host to Pocahontas on 101.7 KISS FM. You can watch and listen to all these games on the EAB Media Group app, Available in the App Store and Google Play Store. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 with all games kicking off at 7 o'clock. And after the games are over, tune into the Ticket Radio Network where you can get all the scores and hear from coaches during the Friday Night Lights scoreboard show presented by the Cavanaugh Auto Group. High school football coverage on the EAB Sports Network is presented by NEA Baptist, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and First National Bank. It's another exciting night in Northeast Arkansas high school football, and we've got you covered this Friday night on the EAB Sports Network and the EAB Media Group app. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, chicken. Oh, okay. Uh, when a wolf? Oh, a wolf. Uh, uh, ooh! What about the tiny dog? <coughs> Cat. Aww. Ow! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dolphin? <coughs> what does the turkey say? <coughs> You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Pass it on. Here's a short quiz. Who won Best Actress last year? Who won the World Series two years ago? And finally, name your favorite teacher. Pass it on. Now I'm guessing that the last question was the easiest. Why's that? Because that person made a difference in your life. So go ahead and make a difference. Because making a difference is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will with you in studio. 870-930-3776. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Finish this. KavanaughCards.com. Sentence with us today. A win over Memphis would blank. Let's look at some of your answers on Twitter. Where you can also chime in at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, some of you, like, you're not too optimistic. You, last week just uh, put you in a funk. Scott says a win over Memphis would be a miracle. Tim says it would be unexpected. Walker says it would be a shocking upset. Now, some of you wanting to view things a little bit more positively. Red Wolf Wham, which I cannot actually figure out if this is a parody account or not, says uh, a win over Memphis would be better than finding my lost shaker of salt, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Matt says it would totally redeem ourselves. Goody says it would make up for 73-0. and Cat says it would begin the healing. Chris just says it would be nice. Well, Jared says it would save his confidence in Butch. And Kendall says it would keep the fire alive but you can continue to weigh in with us again on social on the phones whatever works better for you i'm very excited we got nfl action returning tonight indeed i uh i gotta i gotta start uh, this is the time of year where i start over tinkering with my fantasy football lineup which has not gone in my direction the past couple of years but that's okay that's why this is going to be a very short conversation nobody cares about about who's on my team but uh but uh, 7.20 tonight is when the season is going to kick off on NBC. Lions at Chiefs should be a fun one to start out. Of course, we know what Kansas City has done over the past few years, ever since uh, Patrick Mahomes got there and teamed up with Andy Reid. It's been uh, a fun story to follow. they got a ton of offense, obviously. The big story there is kind of what's going on with Travis Kelsey. As uh Earlier this week, was it a hamstring for Kelsey? I'm trying to remember. I remember we talked about it when that news came out. But he was a little bit uh, day by day, I think, is what he was described as. So that happened just Tuesday in practice. So because of the fact that this is a Thursday night game, if they were playing on Saturday, it might be all right, but... Because this is a Thursday night game, I don't know if they'll have Kelsey back. Clearly, you are not going to force the league's best tight end into action in game one and risk any kind of further injury if if he's not 100% good to go. But uh, he is actually, and I apologize, it's, it's a, I think it's a hamstring for Cooper Cup. For Travis Kelsey... Uh, back a couple days ago, it's when he hyperextended his knee. Uh, mm. That Well, that was the initial report. Reports have since come out that he's dealing with a bone bruise. Okay. He did not mm. practice yesterday. He is a game-time decision this evening. So for those of you that have Kelsey on your fantasy roster, that's going to be a tough decision in week one. But hopefully he will back, be back healthy. Uh, soon enough. I like this game one. Look, again, we all know what, what uh, Kansas City is going to do, but the, the Lions have been, I don't want to say necessarily a surprise 
darling pick or anything like that, but they're expected to be a team that that is better than we kind of think of the Lions being. I mean, the Lions were just so terrible for so long that they still had that perception kind of of being not not good, but they're significantly better. And, I mean, I would still lean certainly uh, certainly Chiefs tonight, but hopefully it'll just be a fun one to get the season underway. It is going to be a little bit weird this year for the first time since 1999. There is no Tom Brady. I'm sure he Wow. <laughs> Yet. Give him time. He might change his mind well, for I mean, 4,000 times. Is he doing stuff in the booth this year or not? I'm, I'm not sure. I think it was supposed to be this year, but it, I think he may be waiting one more year. Yeah. I, look, he's going to he's gonna be out there. It's not like we're not – it's not like he is disappearing into a cave. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Where he's going to go sit in a darkness hut for the entire season (laughs) and dabble around with peyote. Like, he's going to (laughs) be out there all the time. He's working for Delta now. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to see him. We're going to see a ton. They're going to end up giving giving Brady and Kronk like they're all, and there's going to be a, Brady and Gronk version of the Manny cast. Watch it happen. (laughs) There you go. You've just come up with a solution. Yeah, before too late. So. Uh, so that, uh, of course, is kind of wild that he's not going to be around. Of course, another big story is Aaron Rodgers is, is with the Jets. He did get out of his peyote hut, so he's going to be competing this year. And that'll be the big story there. Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Niners, all teams expected to do big things this year. And uh, and I'm excited. I don't, in, in years past, I've never necessarily had an NFL team. Clearly this year I'm a Saints fan. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of getting getting a lot more into the NFL with all three of those guys on the Saints roster. I always watch on Sunday because, of course, you do. But this year, I'm I'm excited to to be a diehard fan of this Saints team. Zach's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. So we're talking about uh, opening not for NFL. Thursday Night Football. Yeah, I, I like the fact that this one is on ABC tonight. Uh, everybody gets to watch it, and, and not just Amazon subscribers. Wow, oh, that is nice. Um, is Travis Kelsey, is it a game-time decision, or is he playing tonight? The the very last report I saw is game-time decision. You know, why risk your health yeah. for one game? Is it you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if he's, if, if, he is 100%. Okay, great. But if he's even like 98.4%, just wait, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, uh, they're the defending champions. I mean, just wait and make sure your you're number one target's healthy. But uh, y'all think Aaron Rodgers is going to try to pull Tom Birdie and, you know, after spending his bulk of his career with one team, he's going to try to go out and win a Super Bowl his first, uh, first uh, year with a new team? I mean, I'm guessing he'd love to send a big screw you to the Packers. Um, not that they necessarily par- parted on hostile terms, but there were a ton of times throughout his time with that organization where it just didn't necessarily see like that, seem like they were always on the same page. So, uh, especially in terms of, of the fact that um, it never really seemed like they were willing to go out and pursue top-tier receiver talent for him. Right. So, so I'm, I'm sure that he would, he would love... Love to go out and and uh, just light it up with the Jets. 
kind of like uh, you know the Patriots when they would go out and get a lacrosse player. Chris Hogan. <laughs> yeah. he, he did have Randy Moss for a short window there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gronk is a receiver technically, but he's a he is he's a tight end. That's his position. He's a blocking receiver, right? Yeah. So. I mean, he was he was for when he was active, he was as as good at his position as anybody else. So it's if you're if you're going to yeah. have a part time pass catcher, might have the best one, might as well have the best one possible. But but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of times the pickings were slim for Brady as well. Their receiver yeah, wise, speaking, with, of, speaking with the of receivers, have y'all seen where Antonio Brown who caught a, a a pass in the Super Bowl a couple years back with Tampa? He, he's now playing arena football and he pulled a gun out on some of his teammates. Is that what I'm, what I'm hearing? Holy crap! I have not seen it, that it, story. I hope everybody it's is a okay. Big mess. He, he he was owning a team in one of these smaller indoor leagues. They kicked him out of the league yeah. for not paying his league assessments, and he wasn't allegedly wasn't paying his players. Or anybody else, and boy, it's a big mess. Go wow. look that up. <laughs> talk about talk about a fall from grace. You go from from catching a Super Bowl pass and winning a Super Bowl ring to to this. Isn't that a fall from grace? Yeah, I mean, he was he was he was a very talented receiver. Just yeah, you not, thought it was mine. Yeah, you know. But uh, anyhow, what's uh What's the topic of discussion today? What's the question of the day? Well, it's a, a finish this sentence type of uh, statement. A win over Memphis for Arkansas State football would blank. Prolong Butch Jones is uh, the rest of his uh, touching career at ASU. Okay. And uh, any word is uh, Drew the King Lawler going to be there for, for game day on Saturday? Is he going to be, you're going to be, having game day with Drew the King Lawler since uh, he was there? Probably not because he just had knee replacement or is about to have a knee replacement. So, Well, I mean, he, he, he will be sitting down, right, Will? Well, I mean, if he even comes, I don't know. Well, has, has, look, has Mark called in yet and sung his traditional Walking in Memphis song that he always sings? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, he might be saving that for the drive. He did call in and tell us his birthday is tomorrow. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, how in the world? How in the world have you missed that, Zach? I think he's called every show on this station well, today. <laughs> and, I, and I was one of the few to attend his birthday party a couple of years back, and I actually got him a, uh, I think a, a gift card for a, a Big Mac. Okay, cake and everything, cake, balloons. It was a, it was a, it was a big carnival. Big and, deal. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, I'll be listening in, and hopefully he'll call in and he'll uh, he'll carry on the tradition. Deal. Thanks, Zach. We'll see you. Hey, a, a quick note as we, we look back uh, or follow back up on, on the Travis Kelsey conversation. Again, no news as to whether or not he's going to play tonight. But I will tell you, Ian Rappaport reporting that the Chiefs are elevating tight end Matt Bushman from the practice squad for tonight's game. Um, it's it's an in, a just-in-case move. Uh, Rappaport, Certainly. quote, Rappaport says, quote, insurance in case Travis Kelsey can't go, end quote. So, again, fantasy owners just – you're gonna, you're gonna need to be, I guess, uh, refreshing Twitter up until probably about seven fifteen p.m. Right. tonight. So, so best of luck for you there ahead of that seven twenty kickoff. Uh, hey, let's step aside. We've got other things coming up tonight as well. There's college game tonight. There's some Cardinal baseball tonight. Let's see if we can get caught up on a couple more topics, including uh, those Cardinals. When do we return here on the ticket? Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Boar's Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boar's Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boar's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at Boar'sKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, their passion. There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at FoodSmart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get USDA select boneless ribeye steak value packs, $7.98 a pound. Sugardale sliced bacon, 40 ounces, $6.97, limit three. Tyson party wings, two and a half pound bags, $3.95, limit four. And Niagara drinking water, 24 packs, half liter bottles, $2.98, limit four. Be smart. Shop FoodSmart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesburg and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Mid-South Auto Service has been a staple on G Street in Jonesboro for over 38 years. At Mid-South Auto Service, their goal is to offer honest and accurate service for their customers. Is your vehicle clinking or clunking? Or maybe it's squeaking and squilling? Then Mid-South Auto Service is your source for mechanical diagnosis. For oil changes, brake service, or complete engine repair, there's Mid-South Auto. Call 870-935-4155 today for an appointment or drop by the shop at 909 South G Street in Jonesboro. Great service and honest work. That's Mid-South Auto Service. Farmers, Pico Food sends best wishes to you for a successful harvest and reminds you that they're now booking corn and milo. Pico Foods is a fourth-generation family-owned business and now the seventh-largest poultry producer in the U.S. They buy direct from local producers at always competitive prices because Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Join the Red Wolves this fall as we celebrate the 50th season of football inside Centennial Bank Stadium. Single game and season tickets for A-State football are on sale now. Be there for all six home games, beginning with the home opener against Memphis at 6 p.m. on September 9th, presented by St. Bernard's. Go to astateredbulls.com slash tickets, call 870-972-3882, or download the official A-State Athletics app to get your tickets today. We want to see and hear you in the vault with your Wolves up for A-State football. Hey, that's one nice new bike, Josie. Yeah, birthday present. Rides really smooth, too. Oh, and I see you finally got a new helmet. I did. Bought it cheap online. Love those side wings. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm starving. And need some water, too. Okay, follow me. We'll turn off here. I'm right behind you. Hey, watch the cars. They can be crazy. Called 911. They should be here soon. Was this young man hit by a car? Yes, and I'm concerned because his helmet is smashed and cracked open. It's a brand new helmet. It's probably a fake. Please help him. Fakes cause real harm. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Anyone can choose to make a difference. You can help people succeed, rebuild after disasters, protect the environment, or feed the hungry. Not only will you make a difference for others, but for yourself. You can earn money for college, 
Learn career skills and make friendships that last a lifetime. Make a difference. Choose your future. Choose AmeriCorps. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Continuing along here on the Workday Red Zone. A win over Memphis would blink. That's where you jump in and finish that Kavadawcars.com sentence. Whether that is something that would surprise you or whether that is something you think would get A-State back on track. That is your challenge today, should you choose to accept it. Uh, Something else to keep tabs on coming up. And this is uh, still a, well, quite a few weeks away. But go ahead and save the date. Boots and Ballers returns to First National Bank Arena on Thursday, October the 26th at 7 p.m. Of course, that is the big annual A-State basketball event. And it's always a ton a ton of fun. Uh, it's uh, just uh, live and silent auctions. Food and drink is included there with your table. And it's just a great opportunity to get out and support Arkansas State men's basketball. And also probably get to know a little bit more about new head coach Brian Hodson. Uh, you can find out all the details about that by contacting the Red Wolves Foundation. And uh, also uh, the Red Wolves Foundation just tweeted out that date and information on social media. So that's where you can find the flyer, find the number, find the link and all of that to go ahead and reserve your table. Uh, coming up tonight on 95.9 The Wolf, we got some Cardinal baseball for you. 6.20 is when Braves and Birds get underway. I do love an East Coast series, or at least an Eastern Time Zone series. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like these games being over at 9 o'clock, uh, but, but I also like the fact with what the Cardinals have done offensively, over the past couple of games, they've now been able to win three in a row and, in fact, have won two out of their last three series. So uh, this team is still going to finish dead last in the National League Central, but they have not completely waved the white flag. And uh, we're starting to see more and more of these these baby birds have some really, really good efforts. Of course, not a baby bird, but Nolan Gorman is on a pretty good tear right now. He hit two homers back on... What day is it today? Thursday. He had two homers Tuesday night. He hit another one last night. Um, also going yard last night were Goldie and Wilson Contreras and Mason Wynn. Yes. So pretty cool there uh, for the birds to be able to to go out and, and do that. Um, I am concerned. I hate to be a Debbie Downer here, but I just, if, if this team, if this Cardinal team goes out and lays an egg tonight offensively behind Adam Wainwright, I'm just gonna be furious because <laughs> you've still got a situation where where Wayno is is stuck on 198 yes. which is what he's been stuck on all season and you know if if he had last night or the night before's run support you'd, you'd probably be at 199 right now but instead uh, he's gonna be starting tonight and of course the, the Braves are gonna be throwing out a great pitcher in Max Freed uh, coming up tonight, and I know they're they're certainly looking to not get swept. So, this is going to be a bit of a challenge here for the Cardinals to be able to keep this offensive momentum behind uh, or mo- offensive momentum up. But hopefully, I mean, maybe Nolan Gorman can go yard four times tonight. Seems like that's something that's happened 
on this day in history before. So maybe he could just power That's the birds right. to <laughs> So this was, it was how many years ago that hard-hitting Mark Quinton? 30. Okay. Whoa. In Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> Four homers, 12. <laughs> oh, man. Batted in. Golly. <laughs> Even the Reds fans gave him a standing O after oh, the last you, one. Man, yeah. alive. <laughs> how do you not? At some point in time, if you're a baseball fan, even if your team is on the opposite end of it, you know, if you see history unfold, uh, hopefully you can at least take a moment and recognize that history and be excited to see it. I know I would be excited. Look, if I'm ever in the stands for a no-hitter, I don't care if it's my team throwing it or not, I am on my feet and yelling my face off in the ninth inning. Uh, no matter who is on the mound, no matter no matter who is up on the scoreboard, I would I would love to see some kind of baseball historical moment, um, other than the one that we're seeing this year with Cardinals, where they finished with the worst record in I don't know how many years. Uh, clearly, they are not in the postseason bracket. But if the season ended today, the Braves that uh, the Cardinals, of course, are facing right now would be the one seed in the NL playoff picture. The Dodgers would be the two. And then uh, Brewers and Marlins, the 3-6 matchup in the wild card round. Phillies and Cubs, the 4-5 matchup in the, in the wild card round. Over on the AL side of things, the Orioles right now with the best record in that league. The Astros, the two seed. Your 3-6 matchup would be Twins and Blue Jays. 4-5 Rays and Mariners. Man, those Rangers. Lately, they just... They're in a bit of a tough spot right now. They're playing so well for so long, and all of a sudden the wheels have fell off in a in a rough time. Let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline and shout at D-Money. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you today? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. I am still absolutely 100% amazed that the Baltimore Orioles have the best record in the American League because they've been so bad for so long. It, it is absolutely awestruck. Or should I say I am awestruck that they're the best record in the AL. Yeah, they, I mean, and not only that, but they have, I mean, hat tip to their, their, I guess, uh, talent development and and minor league teams. Because not only are they really good right now, they still got a boatload of young talent that they expect to do more. And, and even a guy like Jackson Holiday that just got called up to AAA. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty surprised that that's occurring. But uh, your question of the day is uh, a win over Memphis would be, uh, my answer would be proof of a pulse. Okay. Uh, you know, because last week they didn't play with one. Um, I, I just, uh, I just cannot get that 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 picture out of my mind. That scoreboard. Ugh. I just hope that they play better. I just hope that they actually show some improvement and uh and get something done. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing if they're going to be able to uh, maintain any type of success on the ground. Or heck, on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with any criticism from Saturday. That was a horrific score, and it just shows you how many things the the Red Wolves need to work on uh, coming up in week two and throughout the rest of the season. I mean, that's only a, a team or two in college football scored more points, and of course, or allowed more points. Excuse me, nobody in college football scored less points because it's mathematically impossible to. I, it's just like I said. It was it was kind of crazy this past weekend. But uh, when when do the playoffs start for MLB? It was like the first week of October, correct? Yeah, I, I is let's see. I had a date pulled up here of October third, 
And I don't know if that is the last. That's probably when, yeah, that's when the playoffs start. I didn't know if that was the last day of the regular season or the start date of the playoffs. But uh, October 3rd, Tuesday is when you need to have circled on your calendar. Yeah, I was, I've been trying to trying to pay attention to it this year a little bit more, but it's been kind of hard just with work and life in general. But I'm like I said, I'm I'm starting to enjoy base pro baseball again uh, with the bats being well, the ball not being so lively. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, the home run totals are normal now. They're not you know out of control like they've been in the past. Right now, also look, I like I didn't know how all of the rule changes going into this season if they would change my enjoyment as a fan uh but i like i I like the the speed at which the game moves now i like that we're seeing more things happening on the bases with steals and stuff like that i just i just don't like my the fact that my team is terrible this year so i haven't watched as much baseball as normal (laughs) well my thing is and i agree with you on that i didn't think i was going to like having the pitch clock Uh uh-huh but i really do because it really it does speed up the game it keeps the game flowing Rather than like, remember the days of Rick Cycliffe, better known as the Human Rain Delay. I, I mean, he. I mean, God love. He was a great pitcher, but that dude took forever to get set. Yeah, yeah. When you're and standing it, there and you got to watch some dude just have a 35 second stare down from the mound. No, thank you. Yeah. So at least it's accelerating the game and that, and it's keeping the game flowing. So I'm just uh, like I said, I'm just kind of looking forward to the playoffs. See who does what, and the fact that you've got some different teams in it this year. It's, it's kind of nice to be honest with you. Yeah, teams like the Mariners that we don't typically see in there. And again, you mentioned uh, the Orioles going to be taking the top spot. Uh, you got some other teams that are going to be fun to keep tabs on uh, coming up October third as well. But D Money, we got to squeeze in one more break and wrap it up today. Hey, y'all have a great day. Enjoy it. It's a uh, junior high night for football, so go out and support your teams. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, D Money. All right, bye. One more break to take. We'll come back to very short last segment here on the ticket. We'll wrap it up after this. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Sneed, the running back, lined up directly behind JT Shroud. Shroud throws it over the middle. This caught inside OU territory. Inside the 30, 25. It's Corey Rucker with a big game. Picks up 28. Shroud to Rucker. It's the home opener Saturday as the Red Wolves host the Memphis Tigers. And you can hear it all on 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage begins at 4 o'clock with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 5 and kickoff at 6. And after the game, stay tuned for Wolfhouse presented by Baird Auto Group live from the Embassy Suites Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by Hytro, Vision Care Center, First Security Bank, Hilltop Family Dentistry, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Arkansas State University, Max Prairie Wings, Mr. T's, Domino's Pizza, Silver Line Trailers, Right Fiber, and Nebo Auto Center. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Nebo Auto Center, you're a 
original new car alternative has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Red Wolves fans, this is Coach Destiny Rogers, and I'm asking you to help our student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that highlights our commitment to teamwork while raising awareness and support for our local community programs. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team letters, special gear, and exclusive access that you won't find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes and in the future of our sports program. Wolves up. Visiting with A-State great Robert Spear about what used to be known as Indian Stadium and how it got built 50 years ago. The stadium was built on grassroots money. It was built on small donations. If you ever go underneath the stadium on the home side, there's that big the monument there with all these people's names that yeah. were built on $100, $200, $500 donations for that stadium. The faculty built. gave a big donation. The faculty, exactly. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you you get your podcast. The Exquisite Corpse. A very unusual and completely amazing story pieced together out of so many parts that it is not possible to describe them all here, so go ahead and just start reading. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock in one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns, especially the elephant clown party, that led up to now. But there isn't enough time because there is a ticking clock and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. In a sleeping berth in the third car from the end of the train are two children, 11-year-old twins who have just run away from the circus. The girl's name is Nancy, the boy's name is Joe. They have no idea that those are not their true names, though they will figure it out soon enough. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. This exciting message is brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will with you for just a couple more minutes. Another day that just absolutely flew by. Yeah. Thanks in part <laughs> uh, a lot uh, to your comments and your calls. Let me check here one more time on the KavanaughCars.com. Uh, well, let's finish this sentence, KavanaughCars.com statement. Uh, we're asking you today uh, just to throw out a phrase here. A win over Memphis would blank. And that is where you jump in with your answer. I still think I'd like to keep the answer the best today. But uh, Chris just says it would be nice. Uh, another Chris says it would be the biggest surprise upset of the week. Tracy says it would be wonderful and really help that bad loss at Oklahoma not be so upsetting. So good answers from all of you, of course, are. Well, when it's a question, our question is brought to you by KavanaughCars.com. And uh, they're a one-stop shop for those of you needing to treat yourself to a new or a new-to-you vehicle. It's got their full inventory of every single Kavanaugh vehicle for you there online, but also, all of the tools you need to be able to drive away in it. You can get pre-approved for your financing, find out what your trade-in is worth, calculate your payments, 
and uh, even buy that car right there from the website. It's all at KavanaughCars.com. Coming up tomorrow here on the show, obviously, we're going to do everything we can to get you ready for Arkansas State and Memphis, and not only that, but... uh, Everything coming up in the football weekend ahead. So whether that is talking about what's coming up at the Sun Belt or the Top 25 or across the NFL, we'll see if we can dive into all of it. We're going to have some audio for you from Arkansas State Titans coach Nick Grimes. Just a little bit of a teaser of what you'll be able to hear this weekend on the Arkansas Four Dealers Tailgate Show. And uh, who knows what else we'll get into before we call it a wrap on the week. Hopefully more of your phone calls because it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to talk to so many of you this week. In the meantime today, though, I'm going to go to lunch. I'm going to come back, watch some A-State soccer in the office this evening. I'm going to watch some NFL action, and I'm going to get ready for the weekend. I think that sounds like a solid plan. Hey, thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in Hour 1. Also, a big thank you to A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo for joining us as well. If you missed that chat, we'll have it up for you later at 95.3, theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick's on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate and Wes. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio comes your way at 10. And we return on the Workday Red Zone tomorrow at noon. So for Will, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.